decision. He's standing by it, and we have a new World Wrestling Federation. Wait a minute, wait a what's going on in the ring? What is going on in the ring? Wait a minute. Is that Dave Hebner? Or is that Dave Hebner? How can there be two Dave Hebners? Look at these guys. Wait a minute. They look just alike. They look just alike. The guy on the right's Hebner, isn't it? No, the guy on the left is Hebner. Wait, though. No, the guy on the right is. Wait a minute. The Hulkster's coming over to figure out which the official referee assigned was a man by the name of Dave Hebner. I can't believe we're looking at two Dave Hebners. What's going on here? There's two Come Dave Hebners. What's going on? The Hulkster's trying to find out who the real Dave Hebner is. Who's the real Dave Hebner? You tell me, Jesse Ventura, and what is going on here? I think it's the one on the left. I think the Dave Hebner, I don't know who the, uh, the imposter is. Look at these two. Each one, they look like identical twins. They're shoving each other. Who's on the right hand? Oh, I can't believe it. Well, that shows you who the Dave Hefner is. Yeah. The one in the ring took the money. It had to be. There has to be some chicanery going on around here. Has to be something with a million dollar man. I wonder what they did with the real Dave Hebner. I don't get him out of the match. I don't care what though, but Hogan is not allowed to manhandle referees like this. That, I don't believe that man's a legal official. Dave Hebner. What are you talking about? Official. He just did the match. How could he not be an official? Hulk Hogan. And I don't know what. Oh wait a minute. Coming back. Oh look at this. Whoever that man is, he's high above the air. The Hulkster knows. Look Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures Monday through Friday, right here from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Some of you are like, wait a minute, what are you, uh, what are you doing to start the show playing a, a, a wrestling clip? Uh, it was a ridiculous concept, but hilarious. Um, and it comes up because that guy, the, I think the, uh, the one who wasn't beaten up by Hulk Hogan. Yes. Is Dave Hebner. And he was a legendary ref in the WWE. I remember Dave Hebner. I remember that exact moment that we just watched. It was when Andre the giant on Saturday night's main event. When I was a kid, I don't watch wrestling anymore because I'm not a child, but, uh, so I remember watching that when I was a little boy and then I eventually grew up and, and I no longer really care about wrestling. I mean, I, I understand it and I, I have no problem with it, but I, I'm an adult, so I don't like silly, stupid stuff like that. But anyway, sorry if you do little, 
little sucker punch. First thing, here's your Juneteenth sucker punch on pro wrestling. <laughs> so, you know, I'm watching Saturday night's main event, which was a huge deal for your old pal, Eric Zane. Um, I mean, it was like, uh, wrestling was only, you know, once a month, once a month, pro wrestling would be on like at that level where the big matches would take place like Hogan versus Andre the giant. Otherwise you had to watch it on like Saturday or Sunday morning. And it was always like, um, uh, a really popular guy like King Kong Bundy taking on some piece of shit like Barry O or uh, SD Jones or some dick who always gets the fuck beat out of him. And they always look like shit too. The way they did it back in the day was uh, on that once a week, one hour wrestling show, WWF at the time, you know, they, they'd parade out like Randy Macho Man Savage who would then take on a guy who has no business, who, who looked like me, you know, physically, and they would just beat the shit out of him the whole match. And I, it, it took forever be until pro wrestling figured out that, hey, why don't, hey, here's the concept. Instead of having one guy that everybody either loves or hates beat the shit out of some loser, why don't we have like uh, a storyline where they're both really like popular? Wouldn't that be great? It's like, I can't believe it took them that long to figure out a story arc, something so simple as two prominent wrestlers. So I don't know why the reason for that was, I mean, if I ever had a chance to talk with a wrestling historian or someone that's been in the game a long time, that's the question I would ask why back in the day, did you only market half of your talent? It doesn't make any sense. So, but then on Saturday night's main event, that's when the big matches would take place. Like Ricky Steamboat against Macho Man or some shit. So in this case, it was Hogan taking on the giant and uh, uh, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase was involved. I remember this because, you know, I was, I was a fan, like I said. And then unlike some of you, I, I grew up and then you guys stayed immature and childlike and like Joey Williamson, uh, doing stupid stuff, like walking around a, uh, a wrestling venue with a, uh, belt over your shoulder. Well, anyway, in that particular match that we just saw the end of Hogan got robbed of the belt. Because the Giant went down to pin him. And Hogan clearly got the shoulder up. And the ref counted one, two, three. Even though he was not pinned. So Hogan was furious. And then you turn around and there's two Dave Hebners in the ring. And she's like, well, wait a minute. What's the Hulkamaniacs are mad? The one was his brother, Earl. Earl Hebner. But at the time, no one knew that. It was just ridiculous. There's two Dave, there's two Dave Hebners. There's two Dave Heb, uh, Hebners, McMahon. God, I, I sound like I'm drunk. Jesse the body. Holy shit. And um, there's a, even in wrestling, in wrestling, you can't even die without there being a spectacle because Dave Hebner is dead. He just died. Everything's always fucked up. Because not in wrestling, it has to be like really just like what a real head scratcher. 
Another ref died. Two refs have died days apart. So now it's so bad that even the even the refs are are kicking the bucket. I can't see. Uh, WWE, some dude named Tim White, which everybody loved. He was the type of guy, uh, he was only 68. I guess they're saying that he was one of these dudes who he, uh, it said he had a shoulder injury that ended his in-ring career. It's like, how, wait a minute, what the hell does he need a shoulder for? He's a referee. But I guess he continued to work uh, with the WWE. So two refs die. God dang it. How is it that some of these other guys lives? How is it that Hulk Hogan lives has lived so long? I guess um, Ric Flair is getting back in the ring, which I think is incredible. I know these um, wrestling purists like Joey Williamson are not happy that uh, Ric Flair is going to wrestle again. All right. Uh, I want to start off Monday by boring everyone to death. So uh, in order to do that, I have to bring Joey in, who is a child and a longtime wrestling aficionado. I see Laura Nelson is here, one of my all-time favorites. Hello, Laura. Maureen, radio voice Linda. I see Kate is here. James in Granville. Come on, Joey, what are you doing? For God's sake, get up. Oh, Jesus. Well, anyway. Welcome into the show. Some of you getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, Twitch. If you are getting on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, you got to get on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. That is how you watch the show as it happens live. If not, that's cool. (laughs) Go ahead and uh, uh, download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane show. Tyler says, more Joey impression, please. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, I'm going to see you Sunday for uh, paintball coming up a week from yesterday. Should be good. Should be good. Hope you all had a fine weekend. I know I did. I was driving across the state to see my father for another Father's Day extravaganza. I was listening to the radio and there's a radio station out of Flint, Michigan. It's a classic rock station. And, uh, you know, I just wanted something familiar on and I didn't want to have to monkey with the phone. You know, I honestly, when I am driving with people in the car, like if I'm not, if I'm driving and I have passengers, I don't touch the fucking phone. When I'm uh, alone, I am, uh, I don't even look at the road. I'm, I'm updating Facebook. I'm, you know, doing everything with the phone. So I don't want to fuck with the phone, play any music. I just I said, fuck it. I'm just going to listen to the radio. And uh, some radio station out of Flint, Michigan, 103.9, I believe. Yeah. Flint's 
classic rock authority. The Fox. 103.9. The Fox. And uh, featuring Johnny Burke and Erica in the morning. It's like, Johnny Burke. I remember Johnny Burke. In fact, Burke, he had gotten shit canned years ago. um, And he called me up about doing um, a show on, I mean, how to do a show like, like this. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, basically everything you already know how to do, just do it on the internet. Uh, I guess he didn't do it cause he got a gig and he's uh, one of these guys who Burke, who, um, is on the air with someone like young, young enough to be his granddaughter. It appears anyway, that's not what this is about. I was listening and, uh, Eric Clapton's cocaine came on. I was like, all right, you know, something I'm familiar with Diana and the, and, uh, the NFK are with me. And then, uh, it, the song ends and the guy comes on the air and he goes, ah, 103 died. The Fox. That's right. We are the classic rock authority. Eric Clapton there and cocaine. That's part of the five basic food groups for radio DJ. They are not necessarily in this order. Cocaine, nicotine, caffeine, alcohol, and sugar. That's right. We're all on Coke. This is 1039 the facts. I'm Ernie Fox. I'm like, Ernie Fox. Holy shit. Let's get a look at this guy. Here you go. This is Ernie. Ernie here busting out uh, all of the, all that info. Ernie Fox. I wonder if we should call. Are they on the air right now? Um, yeah, I guess Burke is on the air right now. How do you get a hold of anybody at the radio station? Contact us. It should be like a studio line number. Uh, 810-230-9777. Uh, maybe we can get on the air. 810-230-9777. The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Wait a minute. Try again later. I thought... Okay. Um, one eight one zero. Seven two. That was the studio line. I don't know. Now it says main office. You've 103.9 The Fox, Flint's classic rock authority. Press zero at any time for the operator. If you're trying to reach the on-air studio for a traffic update, contest, or request, please press one now. If you know your party's... Ex- this ought to be great. It just hung up on me. It just... Did you hear that? Holy shit. Come on, man. You've reached 103.9 The Fox, Flint's classic rock authority. What the fuck? How are you supposed to do this? This is ridiculous. All right. Maybe if I call from the... It says, if you're from Owasso, you can try this number. 989-725-1039. So they've got a special number if you're from Owasso, Michigan. 
You've reached 103.9 The Fox, Flint's classic rock authority. Press zero at any time for the operator. If you're trying to reach the on-air studio for a traffic up... I press zero. 103.9 The Fox, how may I help you? Hi, how do I reach Johnny in the morning? Um, You have to call 810. Yeah. 230. Uh-huh. 9... Nine seven seven seven, but Johnny's not in this morning. Oh, he's not. Is that no? Is, he's not. Is anybody out there? Yeah, Jeremy's on the air for him. He Johnny's off today. Nice. Okay. All right. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, Jeremy's on the air. Uh, that's the number I called a second ago. Yeah. The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Yeah. Please try again later. That's a crock of shit is what that is. It says, or, okay, one more try. 810-230. And then it says WRSR. I can't see. R-S. That's it. That's 9777. It's the same thing. Well, this is stupid. I tried. Uh, we had a moment on uh, Friday's Patreon that, you know, after 842, 843 Patreons, you know, you people know what to expect. So, um, you know, thank you. But uh, Friday, it was a little different because I... Uh, I got into a phone conversation um, with some people in Alaska that was ridiculous. And I've had people say, you got to make that free so that everybody can hear it. And it's like, absolutely not. No way. You don't, you don't give people something fun and exciting on your Patreon. And then just because you happen to have a gold mine of hilarity, you make that free bullshit. That is not correct. That is not right. I will not do that. You must subscribe like everybody else does to hear one of the most ridiculous things I've ever been involved in. I am not kidding you. I don't know how I kept it together because I was laughing deep inside and I had to force that down to not to, in, in order to not break character. I will tell you this. It was a story... And I don't even remember how the story came up. If it was on yes, last week's free podcast. No, it was only on everything about this was on the Patreon. I'll just give you the background. In Alaska, um, they were serving breakfast for the kids at this summertime program for little kids. And all of a sudden, the, t- uh, the kid's like, teacher, my throat's burning. I drink my milk and my throat's burning. It hurts. Oh. And then all of a sudden, kids start dropping like flies. Kids are sick. No one died. It was fine. Someone had taken this milky substance floor polish and poured it into each glass for the kiddos. So they've got the little waffles and their you know, pigs in a blanket and a glass of floor polish. So, um, I mean, that's horrible. And they, uh, so that was it. So I, uh, there's a, a, a contracting company that serves the breakfast. 
And believe it or not, they're called, they, they, uh, they're known as Nana or Nana. And that stands for something. And so, uh, I got a hold of someone and then when I was talking to them, it popped in my brain. I said, yeah, Hey, I'm over here. Uh, I, I, I work at the, so it's, uh, I, I pr- presented a scenario, uh, to these people that was one of the most ridiculous things in the world. And now this is the last bit of information I'm going to give you. It was, I was polishing the floor at a, at, and I, I said, Hey boss, how do I polish the floor with this bucket of milk? And then they, they lost their minds. You, you must hear this. Okay. If you are not on Patreon, you must, uh, even just to hear this bit, just the one bit and then cancel it. I don't give a shit. Um, or just reach out to Patriot Nick and he'll give it to you for free. That's usually how it goes. If there's something good and, um, and then I want to keep it on Patreon, uh, Nick usually just gives it away to random people at, if you, so if you ask Nick nicely, he'll just give it to you. But anyway, otherwise sign up for five or 10 bucks a month. And just to hear this absolute lunacy that went down on Friday. All right. I see Rick from TC Paintball is in attendance. Okay. So that means since I know what he was up to, he was in Philadelphia this past week uh, at a paintball event. So this is the time of the show when I should call Rick to hear um, the excuses of why his team came in last place in paintball. And the only reason why I say that is because it seems like every time I call him, that's what he tells me. You know, he, he make he talks, you know, Hey, Hey, whatever. It didn't happen. Hey. You look so amazing in that sundress. Hey, you sound chipper today, Rick. Did you do well in paintball? I no, that's, a, that's a beard I put on. It's uh it's, it's fake chipper. Um, we didn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. Was it uh bad right from the start or did it start out? Did it improve? Did it, was it shitty the whole time? Yeah, it was it was bad from the weekend before we went. The practice we went to in Indiana, we got our asses kicked at the practice. Um, it's a good team that we played. They ended up winning the event, but uh, we should be more competitive with them. They beat us up at practice, so we kind of rethought our game plans a little bit. Did some more adjusting, got to the event, and bottom line is, without boring you with too much minutia, we just uh, we didn't uh, figure the field out in time. We uh, The field is kind of a puzzle, and... Everyone's got to figure out their own attack and defense on it, and we didn't have that right at all. Uh, you um, individually, did you get knocked out early, late, often? Uh, well, we uh, individually, I didn't play. Oh. I didn't. Uh, I only I practiced at the event with my team, but I didn't play. I uh, I'm wearing the coach's hat right now because my oh. knees kind of screwed up. I didn't know that. So, what's that? I didn't know that. Yeah, my I've got a degenerative. Uh, Degenerative arthritis on my right knee, and it's it's uh, it's limited my mo- mobility pretty significantly. So I'm focusing on trying to call the right plays and have my team prepared to win. And obviously, I'm not doing a great job of that either. Oh shit! Yeah, you sound like uh you sound like a coach right there. It's on me. It's on me. You know, one of those deals. Yeah, I Holy believe shit. it is. You know. Um, what the hell was I? What the hell else was I going to ask you? Shit. Um, oh, we, we missed you on Friday because of the paintball tournament. So, 
Um, we're going to have to reconvene on Friday with another edition of Trigger Time with Rick. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm available this week. I'm, in, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, buddy. And then we're doing Paintball Sunday. Yeah, how are we, uh, we looking on that list? Pretty good. Uh, I think uh, I've got a lot of um, let me get back to yous. So if they all come back, it'll be fantastic. Oh, great, great. You know how that is. I mean, we're going to get a percentage of them, but uh, hopefully the percentage is high. Um, and just, uh, I don't know, I didn't look that far forward as far as what the weather's going to be, but what we've been doing here is we've been keeping the doors shut. We've been keeping the air, air conditioning on in the pro shop and the fans running to keep the air circling around the building. So uh, when we have a bunch of people here, we keep uh, a bunch of the games going on the indoor field to keep people cool. And then in groups, we'll take them outside to play a game or two on the village and then bring them in before it gets too hot. So if it's hot that day i imagine us doing something similar um otherwise we'll just be outdoors the full time if it's comfortable enough to be out there all right buddy hey uh kent writes this kent dropped the e out of you he says rick singing that song every time is hacky be better kent uh kent's a little bit critical <laughs> i think uh are you are you figuring out what he's doing there Oh, he's, uh, yeah, he's trolling me for sure. And he's also uh, throwing it back to something I said about you. I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's what he's doing. I um, get it. All right. Okay, buddy. Well, I'll talk to you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. I see it. There you go. You know, he's going to smoke a lot of pot to make his knee stop hurting. That's funny, Kent, by the way. Kent, you, uh, you, my friend, made um, some, some folks very, very happy. And you're like, wait, what? Huh? I will get to that a little later on. It's Eric Zade, feel good moment. That's right. We got the five basic food groups here on uh, Flint's uh, Real Classic Rock 103.9. The Fox, hey, man. We're gonna start some coke. We're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, smoke some cigarettes for our nicotine, and then I'm gonna eat some sugar, wash it down with some alcohol. And, uh, and then uh, the drink coffee. That's what you do if you want to uh, get a leg up in the radio business. Start out your day by uh, snorting some rails. Uh, some lines from here to Texas is what you're going to need. <laughs> That's right. It's me. Oh, what the fuck was the guy's name? I forget now. Um, all right. Well, I've got to get. I wonder if I got Burke's number. Johnny Burke in the morning. Uh, let's see, Burke. I don't think I do. Sorry, distracted. All right. Um, the Great Father's Day Shish Kebab Summit was yesterday with my father. Um, you know. My advice to you, cherish the memories and the time that you can share with your loved ones, especially notable during these poignant days like yesterday. It was um, a great gathering. I will say that it was a bummer because uh, World Book Jim, my brother, could not attend. And I'm like, God, why? What the hell could be so important? And uh, a friend near and dear to him, um, son, got married in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And it's like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, talk about a, a 
blunders all around for the ones that got married. You had to plan that. You had to actually work to fuck everyone up by looking at a calendar a year ago. And when it says Father's Day, committing on a wedding, who the fuck? What? Why would you do that? And let alone a destination wedding at a, at a, one of the most remote areas on the planet, two roads in, uh, one from, uh, Wisconsin, one from the lower peninsula. You got to go over a massive bridge to get into this shithole upper peninsula where they eat their young. Uh, I'm surprised that at this wedding, I would be surprised if when you got there to eat, um, there was like no food. They like gave you a slingshot or a, a blowgun, and you had to go out in uh, the, the wilderness and and kill kill your own fucking food. But uh, nevertheless, Jim was not there, so it was uh, Eric, Diana, the NFK, Jackie, Justin, Madison, Charity Scam, Mike, his family, my stepsister Sue, her husband Jim, uh, and my brother Norman Bummer. Um, Norman Bummer is absolutely out of control. I cannot, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here, but I remember like 10 years ago. See, he had gotten, um, he was married to this sweet lady named Maria, who I still talk to today. Then that ended. This is how fucked up this is. This is my, actually my father's a son from his first marriage. So him and I don't have the same mother. We have the same father. So it's my half brother. Technically. If you want to get, it's, it's like technically half brother, not technically brother. We both, you know, we both, you know, whatever. I just call him my brother. Norm was married to Maria. And then, um, that ended. And then he met some other chick. I don't know who the fuck this person is married her. That ended. Um, Dad referred to that second marriage as the beast. Did not like her at all. We all like Maria. And Norm said, okay, well, I'll marry her again. So he marries Maria again. And all right, great. And then it fucking fries again. So that's that. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you come on now? Okay. So then now Norm is, uh, I think he's like, 61. He's going to be 61 in August. Um, and like 10 years ago, he's showing me pictures. I don't know how he pulls it off because unless he's making all this up, maybe the, maybe he is last one about 10 years ago, I go to my dad's. He goes, Hey, uh, let me, let me show you what I'm, what I've been up to. I go, okay great and i'm thinking he's gonna show me like uh i don't know a model airplane and no it's it's picture after picture of nudie pics uh sent to him uh from some chick and he he suddenly has given up dating uh white chicks and now he's into black chicks so i've got all these uh half naked pictures he's showing me i'm like norm what the fuck is going on here and he's, and, uh, he's given me all these gory details and I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. It seems a little bit, I, I don't really care to, you know, I don't, you know, 
It's a little weird. A little, little TMI going on here. So I thought he had outgrown that, but no, because I was making the risotto at my dad's house, and then uh, and I'm alone because everybody's outside, and he comes in. Like, hey, Norm, what's up? He goes, hey, got to show you something. I'm like, oh, no, it's happening again. Next thing I know, I'm seeing a couple of big black titties uh, on his phone. And I'm like, well, what's going on, Norm? And he goes, yeah, this is so-and-so. I go, okay. And so he starts giving me the gory details again. Holy shit. I'm like, oh, wow, ha, wow, yeah, I put it to her. I'm trying to act not mortified, you know? And, I mean, he's like 30 years older than this chick. And I'm like, and I actually do believe that this is real. Some people might think it's fake, but I actually do believe it's real. I don't know how this fuck. He must have a huge cock. I'm not kidding you. It must be this big because he's got women all over the place. And, uh, yeah, they're all like, I think, and maybe he's meeting them uh, online or something like that. I'm not sure, but I, I, I don't, I didn't ask too many questions, but I'm trying to act interested when he's like, yeah, so we went into the bedroom. He doesn't really get that graphic. He just says things like, yeah, we got in the bedroom and flipped the mattress over. It was so crazy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, man. Put it to her. Like, oh, fuck shit. And uh, I'm, I'm not even doing that, action. I'm just going, oh, wow. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah. Now, what I want to say is, dude, I don't give a shit about any of this. I, I really don't want to hear this. I am, I am just not interested in any of this. I am to a point in my life when... I would just tell me how the kids are doing. We've got two kids. I go, tell me how the kids are doing. Tell me what they're doing in their lives. Don't tell me about uh, uh, how many black women you're putting it to. Holy shit, Norm. What the fuck? So, all right. There's that. Uh, other than that, everything everything went great. You know, the risotto was absolutely perfect. I was in rare culinary form. I got accolades like you wouldn't believe for shish kebab bar, uh, the chicken, the beef, the shrimp, all the veggies, everything. It was great. Dad loved it. Um, I will tell you that I had a conversation with Joanne and uh, she bent my ear and she goes, your dad's really struggling. And I'm like, I know. I know that, Joanne. She goes, I mean, he can't remember how to do anything. And uh, I go, yep, yeah, I know, I know. So she told me that. I go, I, I try not to think about it. You know, if, if what as things progress through his brain, the degenerative uh, uh, effects of dementia, um, we just you just kind of wrap your uh, your mind and your arms around him as he uh, as this happens. This is part of life. And uh, there there was actually a lot of terrible sobering news. That happened um, over this weekend, even though it was a great Father's Day shish kebab summit that went down. My mother's youngest brother passed. This is my godfather, Uncle Peter. He died on Saturday. It was fucking terrible. My God, I found out that Uncle Pete died. Um, This is the guy who I remember this vividly. You remember when you were, uh, if anything happened to you when you were young that was traumatic, even if you are very, very young, you actually remember it happening. I witnessed something traumatic with my uncle Peter who just passed on Saturday. I believe he was 80. And uh, uh, before I get to that story, I talked to my cousin, Dawn. I go, Dawn, I'm so sorry. She goes, and uh, she goes, it's amazing he lived this long. 
And I go, okay, yeah. This dude smoked and drank from about age 10 to Saturday morning. Uh, well, that's when he had been dead for some time. Uh, he was, he, it was, they found him. He was, uh, he lives in, lived in Florida. He was sitting in a couch on a couch watching TV and, um, with a beer in his hand <clears throat> and, um, no one had heard from him for a day and a half. So they did a well check and he's still sitting upright. Like he didn't fall over anything. He was able to stay. He, so he's upright with his oxygen cannula in his nose. The TV's still on. And just who knows what the hell happened to me. He must have had a massive grabber or something like that. Um, but Dawn, my cousin, she goes, and she's uh, kind of an ass kicker. She goes, it's amazing he lasted this long. Frankly, it's a miracle because, you know, he would just go to the uh, – uh, VFW and drink every damn day. And he had a hell of a time. He really did. Um, so when I was a kid, I remember this, this moment that I'm about to explain, I've actually told this story before. It was right after my mom's, uh, other brother, Ben or bingo, uncle bingo died. I remember this because I had, um, it was, let's see, uh, November, of 74. I was born in July. So I was four years and roughly four months old. And, um, I was sound asleep. And then I wake up to crying. It's world book, Jim next to me, my dad giving him the news that uncle bingo had got died in a car wreck. So that was horrible. My mom's freaking out. And, uh, then that there's no more memory from that. But then he was buried. And that brings me to the next, one of the earliest memories I have in my brain. The day he was buried, afterwards, everybody got shit-faced at my mom and dad's house, at our house in Warren. City of Warren. And I remember sitting on the kitchen floor, and I remember that the voices started to get louder and more intense. And Uncle Peter was across the table from my dad. And... um my uncle bingo's wife was having an affair with a guy who, by the way, she's still around my aunt Sharon. She ended up marrying the guy that she had a fucking affair with. Um, so they were talking about the affair that everybody knew of. And, uh, after my uncle was buried and uncle Peter goes, well, Sharon's nothing but a whore. And, my dad got pissed off, not because he was defending Sharon. Everybody hated her, but he goes, Peter, don't talk like that in my house. I don't want anybody to hear that type of language. And I remember looking up when I heard that and they're across the table and uncle Peter goes, Oh yeah. Well, how about this? Bam. And he punched my dad so fucking hard in the eye. He goes back. Oh, Uncle Peter just fucking stood over him. And my dad's like, holy shit. What the fuck, Pete? And then he stormed off. And then that was it. That's all I remember. But I was like, wow. I mean, I saw it. Bird's eye view of when pow, right in the eye. Then the next morning. I remember walking by this bathroom and my dad looking in the mirror, like, 
looking at his eye and going, oh, fuck, son of a bitch. Oh, he was only 40 years old at the time, my dad. I think. So he was born in 34 and it was 74. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's 88 now. Okay. That's quite a trip down memory lane. It's just, it's burned in my brain. One of the earliest memories of all time. Uh, this show, each and every day, twitch.tv slash Live. I appreciate it if you're watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. If you would, go over to twitch.tv slash Live and follow, okay? Because I'm cutting you off right now. That's it. If you want the rest of the show, that's where you must go. I say goodbye to you now. And they are gone. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss. My Policy Shop Insurance. More info at buyinsurancehere.com. And as always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that's pretty much it on the weekend. I hope it was good for you with, uh, with the, the, the father's day festivities. Um, I was busting my ass. Uh, and you know, frankly, I think I need another day off. Um, but probably not going to happen because it was like, I got up father's day, did radio stuff. Then it was off to uh, drop the dogs off. Then it was finishing touches on getting everything ready to go to my dad's. Drove all the way there. Cooked. Listened to Norman talk about all the black chicks that he's pounding. And then uh, packed the shit up. Drove all the way back home. And then that's it. Nighty night. To me, in my opinion, well worth it. To be able to hang out with dad. All right. Uh, Patreon. Like I talked about um, earlier in the show. Oh, well. Big hit on Friday. I even had people say, Stevie reached out and said, I listened to it more than once, the conver- the phone conversation you had with the people in Alaska. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for five or 10 bucks a month. Just try it out. Um, your donation gets you hours and hours of content every single week over and above what you get normally here on the free podcast. So if you listen to the free podcast, uh, throw me a bone, five or 10 bucks a month, and I'll give you more to listen to on Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, you can also convert it to a yearly if you want, uh, and I'll knock 10% off of the cost. Um, I got to pee. Apparently, a little too much coffee, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to say, hang on right there, and... Um, yeah, I'll hang on. And I see here, right here, Jason says, should have taken today off. It is a new federal holiday. That is true. And as uh, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Thank you, Jason, for bringing that up. Juneteenth is a federal holiday. Not recognized by all states. The only one it is uh, ones not recognized by are the racist ones. Um, And yeah, so federal holiday. For Juneteenth. But you know what? Um, there are several federal holidays that I actually do work on. 
So I think I think I do I do the King holiday. I take Memorial Day off just because I'm not here. Uh and Labor Day too. Which if any federal holiday needs to go away, it should be Labor Day. Give me a fucking break. Labor Day? I don't even know why we have that thing. I think if we're going to, um, I think we should up our games on federal holidays. Like, I think Juneteenth is one that should have been a federal holiday, like uh, the, the day after it became a thing. And in case some of you don't know, Juneteenth um, celebrates the end of slavery. Two years prior to Juneteenth, which was, I believe, June 19th, 1860-something, is when slavery ended, okay? But the word did not get out that quickly. And the last place for it to be, uh, last group of uh, uh, pocket of people in the country to be informed was some part of Texas where some military regiment rode in on horseback and said, hey, assholes, these people are all free. Like two years ago, where the fuck have you idiots been? How did you drop the ball here? You cannot do this anymore. All these people are free. So that was it, you know? And then there was never, ever any more racial issues in the United States from that day forward. It was all absolutely perfect. Uh, Anyway, that is celebrated today, Juneteenth. And I know JM Synthetics is taking the day off today. If you reach out to Jason Mays, since he was so quick to point it out today, I'm assuming he is not working and he is not taking Amsoil orders. So if you want to buy Amsoil products today, uh, Jason Mays is not taking your order today because he is celebrating Juneteenth. That is very kind of you to bring that up, Jason Mays. Very, very sweet. All right. Uh, if you'll excuse me, Eric's bladder is full. I will be back. I promised you that I was going to talk about, well, I promised you that I was going to see the film Top Gun Maverick over the weekend. No spoilers here. I wouldn't do that to you. I think that's really terrible when people do that. I was very hard on the film Top Gun on uh, Friday's show. Dogging the shit out of it. Such garbage. Sat down in the theater. Absolute perfect timing. We hadn't sat down and um, for more than like 10 seconds and all the previews were over. So we, we were so casually late. It was perfect. Uh, this theater, you can get like a mixed drink. So Diana had her booze. We had our popcorn. We went to uh, Walgreens beforehand and bought all the candy. I'm not paying for that shit. Fuck that. Uh, I'm not paying those high prices. Okay. Let me just cut to the chase. This, I absolutely loved this movie. I loved it. Popcorn film. Blockbuster. 
absolute garbage. Um, horrendous. That is, it's it's perfect though. I I I I really loved this movie. Okay, um, but as you know, I love shit movies. This was a shit fucking uh, uh, dumpster fire film. The worst. One of the worst movies made of all time. Um, There are a few things, though, that make it that everyone on the planet is going to like it. Uh, No one is going to say a bad word about this film. First of all, it's Tom Cruise. That is the most important thing. Uh, there's Joey. Joey, I tried to call you earlier, you stupid asshole. Uh, Sarah says, not true. It was an awesome movie. Well, I agree to a great extent of what you just said. It was fantastic. There are so many great things about that film. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise is, uh, is, is obviously the big thing. Um, being 59, I believe the guy is absolutely ripped. They, it was, they did a, uh, this film, if you've seen the first movie, you've seen the second movie. It is almost word for word, the exact same storyline. So there it's already spoiled for you. The same thing is going on. A couple of variables are different. Instead of the stupid volleyball game, they do the uh, fucking football game. All right. And um, I just, I can't even begin to describe how awful this fucking story was. It was a, it was a terrible, terrible thing. You know what? I, I will say this. They also, they did, um, what do you call it? Uh, the bad guys. Back in the day, it was the Russians. But now it's known as the enemy. They don't, they don't attach a country to it. They just keep talking about it as the enemy, which is hilarious. Um, but the flying sequences are spectacular. I don't know how much is special effects and how much is actually flying. Um, but this movie is, uh, was worth the price of admission. It was very, very enjoyable. Um, the, one of the things that stands out is how over the top and how arrogant all these, how the, how they make these pilots to be so arrogant, which is identical to the first film. Um, you know, you had, uh, Iceman and, and Goose and Maverick and whoever the fuck in the first film. And they were all really, really, uh, uh, arrogant and bold and brash. And you had that same type of mentality for these young folks. The, um, love interest was Jennifer Connelly who, holy shit, is she a fucking babe? And the thing is though, the love scene between Connelly and Cruz they just did not show enough. I needed them actually rolling on the ground a little bit because you really wanted them to pork. There was this building tension between them and she's trying to like shut them down, you know, not get too wrapped up in Maverick. Ah, yeah. 
And then uh, one one spoiler. Here comes the spoiler. Uh, he 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 drives her home and drops her off, and she walks in her door and she leaves the door wide open, which means Maverick, get in here and put it to me. And I was like, come on, man, go get her. And she's just such a babe, Jennifer Connelly. Oh God, is she attractive? Son of a bitch. Second most attractive woman in the world. I'll tell you that right now. Second only to Pooh Bear. Um, but, you know, it's remarkable because I still think that they should have brought in 64-year-old Kelly McGillis and had her in there. That would have been great. You know? Aram, how does it feel to be the most hated member of the audience right now? Do you ever shut the fuck up? I don't think you do. Shut up. Stupid Armenian fuck. Jesus. You see, that's why you are the reason why I don't like comments. It's you. You're the problem. Here, take a ban, you fuck. There you go. Take that. No, wait a minute. I don't want to ban you. I want to time time you out. You're timed out, you fuck. Shut up. All right. See, that's why I I, I don't I don't want you guys fucking talking to me. I don't I don't want to fucking see it. It's such a fucking distraction. If you want the show ruined, shut talk talk more. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. You know what this show needs? It needs more of me and less of you. More me, less you. If you want success enjoying the show, shut the fuck up. God, you're annoying. What a fuck. Hey, let's just be an asshole. Let's just piss Eric off. This is not the Aram show, you fuck. God, go away, fucking idiot. Christ. All right. Kenny, you're no better. Shut the fuck up. You're getting it too. Shut the fuck up. You know, you guys sit there and you laugh about me having a fucking rant. And I don't look at the comments, but sometimes they're unavoidable. Fuck off. God. Sick little fuck. You little fucking Armenian Indian troll. Shut the fuck up. Hang on a second, Joey. Uh, can't take it. I mean, how, how, what, what, what else do you fucking people want? 
Ah, damn it. Hey, Joey. What's up? Uh, Dave Hebner's dead and uh, Tim White. Yeah. That's uh, um, How is it that two refs die? What the fuck? I don't know, dude. That's crazy. Like, within, within two days of each other. I played the clip of two Dave Hebners. Do you remember the clip of two Dave Hebners? Yup, yup. That was, uh... That was shortly after, let me think, hang on, got to go back into it. That was the build-up to oh, WrestleMania God. 4. Oh, no. Because Shouldn't I ask? Andre, Andre, oh. Ted DiBiase oh, no. tried yeah. screwing over Hulk Hogan out of the title. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and it worked successfully. And when that angle happened, yeah. they vacated the title and they did a tournament. How many WWE wrestlers have you masturbated to? None. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, there was another. I thought, there was I a, thought you were calling me about the Vince McMahon stuff. About the what? The Vince McMahon story. Oh, Vince. Uh, didn't Vince have an affair? Uh, he gave hush money to a woman he had an affair with? Yeah, yep, and then he uh, he stepped down as CEO on Friday, I believe, and his daughter's taking over for now. Okay, he paid some chick $3 million to not say yep. anything. How did that story get out? Uh, apparently, with the Wall from my understanding, some old emails got leaked to the Wall Street Journal. Oh, my God, how does that fucking happen? Somebody pulled a fast one on him. Okay, so yeah. is is Linda aware? Was she aware of the affair? Well, now now that all this is coming out, there's been like a couple of old wrestlers that have said that Vince and Linda haven't lived together in like years. Oh. <laughs> like they apparently they've been separated for a long time. They're still married legally, but apparently they've been like rumors are running rampant that they've been separated for. Like I don't know, like ten years. Okay. When so, is when is Ric Flair wrestling? Isn't he doing some promotion, some little shrinky dink thing? Yeah, I, I think it's towards the end of July. He's wrestling. He's wrestling one more match. Nobody this, knows who he's wrestling, but yeah, this is gonna, um, and you and you don't like this. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, he uh, with all the health problems he had like two years ago, two three. Two, three years ago, he should not be getting in the ring. No, that's a reason to watch. That's a great thing. We need to. Oh, God, no. We, yeah. Apparently, apparently, from what I heard, he had a pacemaker in him. And, like, you're not supposed to, like, do stuff like that with a pacemaker in you. Oh, this is great. This is good. Did you ever see the film called The Wrestler with, uh, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Mickey. What's Mickey Rourke. It's a fantastic movie. Oh, it's a great movie. This is just like the film The Wrestler. Yeah, and I have, I have a feeling it's not going to end well either. Well, in that one, I think, spoiler alert, he dies. Oh, God. I, do you know how crazy that would be if that actually happened in real life like that? I think, like, I, I, I think. I don't even know. I think you've got an opportunity to really make a name for yourself if you're wrestling uh, Ric Flair and then yeah. he goes down. And he's dead on the mat, oh. and then the and then the other guy actually body slams his body. 
He does Thank a he, he does a corpse slam. That would be that would be mortifying, actually. <laughs> that, I mean, that talk about a yeah a heel for life if you body yeah. slam an actual body. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know who he's wrestling. It sounds like it sounds like from what I'm hearing, he's wrestling like another like old legend. Okay. Like he's not gonna be an up and comer at all. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. That's all I wanted to touch on with you. Well, hey, we're talking about wrestling real quick. Oh, no. Everybody, everybody needs to come out to Muskegon on July 9th. What is it? Is this the one on the boat? Yep, war on the shore, yep. War on the shore, you're actually uh, on a uh, old Navy ship that they used to in World War II. And, yep. uh Yeah, they, isn't this the match where they throw people off the side of the boat into the lake? Uh, I don't know. It might happen. It's it almost g- happened last year. It's got to happen. Might happen this year. You got to come to find out. I mean, if you really want to amp up local wrestling, independent wrestling, I, this is an IPW event, right? Yep. Okay. First of all, yeah, you throw them off the side of the boat. Second of all, you got to train the guns on the ring and just spray the crowd. I mean, these are these are all things. These are great props. This is these are yeah. wonderful ideas. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. Okay, all right. Well, thank you. Yep, uh, have a good one there. All right, buddy. You too. Yep. Yankees suck. No, whatever. Get out of here. Joy Williamson. Shit. I think I accidentally banned Arab. I meant to time him out and I banned him. And now I feel guilty, of course. Hey, yeah, I think I banned you accidentally. Uh oh. So okay. you might have to log in again. I'm so sorry. No problem. I was busy busting your balls and calling you terrible names. Yeah, I heard. Oh I good. Heard. Are you are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, I was I just, just making sure. Just working. Sometimes when I do that, I'm afraid that it was uh, gonna hurt your feelings. No, I don't have feelings. Okay, good. Okay, are you are you all right, Aram? I mean, yeah, everything, everything going good in your world? <laughs> yep, everything's fine. All right, thanks. All right, man. See ya. Uh, Bosco's Pub is shut down for now. Um, they don't have any workers, so I'm not gonna promote them on the show uh, until they're open again. The poor guys. The uh, I told you, Doug needs cooks so bad that um, he's losing his mind over there. I just, I feel terrible about that. Sorry. They will be open um, back in business, hopefully soon. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, 616-914-4070. If you need health insurance, uh, sign up. By, uh, well, basically what you need to do is call upon Frank because he's going to help you get the health insurance on uh, healthcare.gov, Obamacare. You can do that yourself, but if you do it yourself, there's a better chance you're going to screw something up like I did the first year I signed up for uh, Obamacare. Uh, Frank's services are free, too. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan expert, 616-914-4070. We got Paintball Sunday, TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. If you want to go to the Paintball event next Sunday, well, this coming Sunday, I guess. Would it be next Sunday? 
Yeah, because Sunday's the first day of the week. Well, anyway, on the 26th. Uh, I need to hear from you. TCPaintballGR.com if you want to schedule your own event at TC Paintball. Uh, flooring. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation if you want to get the flooring installed the least expensive way possible. They encourage you to do whatever work you can ahead of time, like get rid of the old flooring, and then uh, off they go. 616-318-0167. Have the flooring installed professionally by Bennett. And then before you um, have the flooring installed, you're going to want to buy flooring. I recommend Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet, where Kent dropped the E at a U works and runs the discount outlet just down the street from the main showroom. Discount outlet, uh, terrific because it's an enormous warehouse um, separate from the showroom where they buy the most popular brands in vast quantities. And then um, basically they, they, in a warehouse fashion, they set up the flooring with a price on it and you get it for a lot cheaper because they buy it for a lot cheaper because they buy so much of it. So you show up there with a pickup truck and uh, leave. They actually take the freaking high-low and put the uh, flooring on the back of your truck in your truck bed. It's what they did for me. Unless if it's a small room, just grab a few boxes, buy it, and off you go. Mention my name. You will save 10% uh, at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan, Chicago Drive, right behind the Little Caesars on the north side of the street. Can't miss it. I know, very local sponsor, but still. Uh, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. We've got comedy. Bobcat is in town. Fullhousecomedy.com. Bobcat Goldthway. I used to say Bobcat Goldthway. Bobcat Goldthway. Thursday, 7 p.m. Park Theater. Friday, Bobcat is at Rockford Lanes. Saturday, he is at the listening room, part of Studio C. A lot going on this weekend, too. Calvin Evans, Friday at the listening room. Uh, Calvin Evans, Chocolate Factory Comedy. The Chocolate Factory Comedy Show presents Calvin Evans. So I guess that's a new thing you do when you're promoting a, a black comedian. It is known as the Chocolate Factory comedy um is that can you imagine if they did vanilla factory comedy featuring bobcat goldthway or any white comic bobcat looks great by the way in this publicity shot i think he's old as hell but he looks just great look at check him out he's got the hat the nice smile there's calvin as you can also see there um, there is also this, uh, full house comedy presents the Hodge twins at the wealthy theater. Oh God. Again, what is it with conservatives and that flag and the American flag? Every time you turn around, a conservative is waving an American flag. Would you, okay, get over it. I get it, okay? You're nationalistic. That's what you have here. That's what's happened to the flag. 
That's why I made the comment last week that when I see the fucking flag, I'm convinced we've got a nationalistic thing going on. I would say racist, but these two guys are black. So I think that these are one of, these are two of those guys that are probably not even conservative, but they just say they are because then white people go and say, see, even the black people believe in us. And that plays big here in West Michigan. You bring in a, a conservative uh, comedy team and they're going to be like, oh my God, it's like, it's like Jesus and Moses coming back from the dead. They love that around here. Conservative comedy. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, anyway, if that's your thing, you can go see those jackasses Saturday for two shows at the Wealthy Theater. All right. Um, Not long ago, I told you a story about a kid who... um, This is really weird. Uh, He comes running in the house and he says... Hey, uh, mom, the, I'm burning, I'm burning up. Like what? And, uh, it was the kid who, um, you know, the uh, neighbor kid took a ball and as it was described to the world was, um, he like took a tennis ball. This is the first story we got and, and dipped it in gasoline and then lit it on fire and threw it at this kid and it hit him in the face and his face caught on fire. And there was a big GoFundMe for the kid. And then the first weird thing I thought about this, which really doesn't, was just my own um, interpretation. Like a week later, they showed this kid and he's fine. He wasn't that as badly burned as the story initially indicated. I mean, you see this kid, his face is all swollen up uh, somewhere in Connecticut and uh, bandaged and he looks like hell. Um, laying in the hospital bed. I mean, that is a recipe for a great GoFundMe. And I think this GoFundMe was like $80 billion or something like that. But alas, there's more to this. There is video now that exonerates the so-called bully. Wow. Um, Yes, the kid's face was on fire, but now we are learning that the that the bully did nothing to him. This was a freak accident. Check this out. A heartbreaking story. A six-year-old boy hospitalized with severe burns after his family says a neighborhood bully threw a burning ball at him. But cops say their investigation found no evidence that the boy was deliberately injured. Now the accused kid's family is speaking out and sharing video that they say vindicates the child. It's security camera video of children playing in a backyard. Then comes the horrific moment when a little boy catches fire. The just released video shows the six-year-old's burns may not have been caused by an alleged neighborhood bully, as his family had claimed. Laura Jacoby is the mother of the alleged bully. She released the eye-opening video today. I want the truth that there was no bullying at all. What's Bullying. I've heard that from people in that uh, neck of the woods, Jersey, New York, Connecticut. Bullying. It's not bullying, it's bullying. Get it straight. My God, how hard is it? 
whatsoever. We first met little Dominic Crankle, his face covered in bandages, inside his hospital room last April. He had severe burns to his face and body. His parents said an eight-year-old neighbor had poured gasoline over a ball, lit it, and then threw it right at Dominic's face. My son will never see that house ever again. Or those children. He asked, Mommy, please don't take me back there. Cops in Bridgeport, Connecticut, were so moved by Dominic's plight and the fact he wants to be a police officer, they organized a parade outside the hospital. They let him shoot a black guy. To cheer him up as the little guy waved from his hospital room, his face covered in bandages. Laura Jacoby is now relating what she says really happened that terrible day. She says she had to run an errand. And let okay, the kid who got burned is the one in the green shirt here. But by the way, it's tough to watch. Look at this. Look at this trash house, by the way. This shithole. There's shit everywhere here. The pool's got no water in it. It's a real dumpster fire. Everything's a catastrophe. The grass is all fucked up. My God. Left two of her children in the care of Dominic's mother. The fucking motorcycle with no back wheel. Look at these losers. She told me she had them. She, that they okay, so this is the mom of the bully and of the bully. And they're at the house of the kid who got burned. And that mom who was saying, I'm never going to, my kid's never going to play with him. Uh, uh, she's, she's supposed to be watching those kids. Laura Jacoby is now relating what she says really happened that terrible day. She says she had to run an errand and left two of her children in the care of Dominic's mother. She told me she had them, she, that they were safe, they were fine in the backyard. The video shows the children setting a soccer ball on fire and kicking it. Then, the alleged bully grabs a container of gasoline, fills a cup, lights it on fire, and leaves it on the ground. Dominic walks over to the cup and catches on fire. His pants may have been wet with gasoline. Reckless play without a doubt, but apparently not the type of intentional attack that Dominic's- That's tough to watch, a kid burning. It's tough to watch and hysterical. Family had claimed. They weren't playing with gasoline until I had left. So that's when she had stayed it in the window to put it away. She should have came down there. She should have removed it from them and she neglected it. So the mom of the kid who got burned was there, knew they were playing with gas and just yelled out, hey, knock it off. And then the oh no. She neglected as a mother to do that. Police say. And then this chick's kid gets blamed. After investigating, they found nothing on the video showing any bullying. Vindication for this mom, who says she and her son had been un- I like how the one kid dips out. He's like, I'm fucking out of here. This kid in the blue shirt, he tried to put the kid out. Fairly maligned. How can you do this to my child and my family? Oh, no. Charges were filed. A neighbor of the families is quoted as saying the kids were trying to imitate a TikTok video. Oh, of course. Of course they were. Oh, shit. Wow. Well, that is, um, you know, here's the thing. Um, the way this unfolded, that family of one of those kids, well, that woman right there, they were just brutalized. They were so brutalized um, by everybody. I think they even um, were asshole of the day here on this show for that. But how can, okay, so the the mom... She ends up blaming the kid, and it's it happened under her watch. She the the one mom, the one who was you know, um, who's the mother of the burned kid. She's the one who should be in trouble. That stupid bitch. It's all her fault. I cannot believe that people are so stupid. Jesus.
Yeah. Um, for the kids, though, I think that what they did uh, was excellent. I mean, that is that is you you cannot look at what those kids do uh, did there and and blame them. That was what you do. That's what you do when you're a kid. You uh, you light shit on fire, and then after that gets boring, you go and get some gas, and uh, and you you blow shit up. That is absolutely incredible. I I fully support that type of behavior by all kids. That's why parents have to be assholes to their kids. You know, you can't be friends with their their kid your kids when the kids. Uh, are playing with gasoline and fire. You can't like that fat bitch. Just say, yeah, hey, uh, knock it off. No, you got to go out there and start actually fucking punching the kids in the fucking face. And that's what happened back in the 1970s when I was a kid. Mr. McDermott would come out and beat the fuck out of us. And then we'd go home to our parents and say, Mr. McDermott beat the fuck out of us. And then my mom would kick the fuck. Why did you do that? Well, because we were we let we lit the chicken coop on fire, and she would get a fucking ladle and beat my fucking ass with it. So that's how it is, you know. And nowadays, parents don't do that. They just they just say, "Yeah, uh, hey, let let me play too," you know. They're they're just assholes. So that's um, that's how it goes. So I I I'd have it is not the fault of the children here. The kids are in the right. That's what kids are supposed to do. All right. Um, If you missed any of that story, like if you uh, are just listening to the audio podcast, just remember that the stories are always linked up in the show notes. You can check it out there. Uh, Hang on a second here. Hang on a second here. Mm -hmm. I set something on fire as a kid. It went on to engulf a huge tree, and I got the fuck out of there quick. Way to go. Guess who? Kenny in Nashville. Uh, yeah, uh, 911, I've got a, a, a young kid who's uh, wearing a Defender uh, video game T-shirt. He's screaming about his back hurting as he runs away. Uh And, yeah, he, I think he just lit this fucking tree on fire. Some stupid fat bastard. Speaking of fat, this uh, story, you know, we had the story about the kid who um, could not, who was on that fucking ride in Florida, uh, Black Hodor. Remember that, that kid was a giant and they, they put him into the fucking thing and then it went up and then the next thing you know, he hits the ground. One of the worst stories of the past year. Well, it Thank God didn't happen again, but it could very well have happened. Uh, we have a lot of the same variables. Um, absurd, morbid obesity and black and an amusement park. Uh, that's what this story is all about. Here you go. End of the school year amusement park trip that a Bronx fifth grader was looking forward to. But when the day of the trip came, the ticket. Tickets were paid for. Now, you may notice this kid here, he's a fifth grader, and he is an absolute giant. Um, and between mom, who should not be wearing this, 
dad and the kid, I think we're looking at seven or 8,000 pounds between the three of them. We're two, but when the day of the trip came, the tickets were paid for. The bus This kid's so fat, he can't even walk. This was booked and the student's name was not on the list. News 12's Asia McKenzie spoke with the family outside of PS9 in the Bronx. They were upset when they learned that the school was allegedly concerned about their son's size. Look at that kid's shape. Holy fuck, he doesn't even have shoulders. A mother fighting back tears. It's okay, baby. Kind of sad and like angry at the same time. And her son left feeling hurt and left. <laughs> they got a shot of him on the outside of the fucking basketball court looking in at everyone playing, which really doesn't have anything to do with the amusement park, but he's probably thinking, God. You know, if I didn't weigh 900 pounds, I could play with these kids. The only trip that the whole entire school or that the school got to go on, and it was the senior trip, and he missed it. That trip was the PS9 field trip to Nickelodeon University theme park in New Jersey earlier this month. It was a part of a package that included... Look at this ride. Can you imagine this guy trying to squeeze into one of these fucking things? It'd be impossible. You know, you know it's bad when you're so fat that they, they don't even let you get on the bus because they know you will break every ride. A cap and gown and also pictures. But the family says they were in the dark wondering why their son didn't get a permission slip. We were about $40 short. This woman's wearing a crown. She's at, she actually has a crown on. So I'm thinking this is probably the reason. But according to the parents, it wasn't that $40. Shatia Astry claims the teacher said they were concerned about her son's weight. Okay. The TV, the TV station did a start at his ankles and go all the way up his body. It's like they're, they're saying, look at how fast. Fat this kid is. Teacher said they were concerned about her son's weight and that he would not be able to get on the rides. The teacher had told me that. I explained to the teacher. I said, but who gave them permission to or to, to say for him not to go altogether? And this was a trip John was looking forward to. Oh, no. This has been like the goodest year ever. Oh no, he's stupid too. This has been the goodest year ever. Holy fuck. So, saying, like, them doing that to me is kind of like turning stuff around. John's dad, oh, God. dad said they gave him a t-shirt from the graduation trip, but says that does not fix the bigger problem. Oh, I thought they were going to say that does not fit. We decided to keep him home. So for the embarrassment of seeing all his classmates going, he's the only one not going. The Ashtrees say their son's hurt could have been avoided if the school... No. The son's hurt could have been avoided if they hadn't fed him like shit for the first however many years of his life. Simply communicated. It bothered my heart that my son have to go through this. You know what else bothers his heart and your heart and your husband's heart? 80 billion triglycerides a day. Nobody's listening. Nobody heard our voices. The Ashry said they are not letting this go and they are still looking for the school to make this right. They're looking, hey, can we get like some uh, 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 McDonald's gift certificates or some shit, motherfucker? Isha McKenzie, News 12. Oh, shit. Oh, God, this kid is so fucking fat, it's unbelievable. That is too big. You, 
That's the type of fat you should be when you're like 50 years old. The kid's a fifth grader. And we did reach out to the Department of Education on this matter. We haven't yet heard back from them after multiple attempts. It should be criminal if you're on parents if your kid is that big. That is fucking horrible. Come on. Get your shit together. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, all right. I guess he can't go. And uh, they're pretty pissed off about it. That's that. Sorry. Okay, perfect time to bring in the Kent County Health Department. God bless the Kent County Health Department. Um, I tell you what, um, if you're struggling to make ends meet, you might want to go to accesskent.com slash health and check out what the Kent County Health Department has to offer. Um, there is uh, plenty, plenty there that you may need to access. First and foremost, the WIC program. So you can't pay for food, unlike that family that we just saw. Uh, engage with the WIC program. You pay into it your whole life. You might as well take advantage of it. If you qualify, you will be taken care of for as long as you need it. Also on there, immunizations. Before the kids go back to school, measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, you name it, your kids need to be immunized. Accesskent.com slash health. On the left side of the screen, click on immunization. You can also uh, get a uh, HIV test. Personal services is where you click. Uh, June is HIV Awareness Month, okay? I wonder if it's a coincidence that Pride Month is at the same time as HIV Awareness Month. It, it You know, it actually makes sense. So anyway, accesskent.com slash health. Thank you so much to the Kent County Health Department. Uh, Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, aeheatingcooling.net 616-516-8579 that is their phone number they are awesome reach out to them if you need an install of a new air conditioner or a furnace you will pay less for Joe Martinez Joe Martinez's services than for anybody else go ahead and call the pain in the ass the annoying four fucking idiots and their stupid ass mother or call uh, a service professor will screw you in the ass you will get a higher estimate. Joe Martinez will beat all of them. 616-516-8579. Then there's Blue Frost IT. My God, hands-in website, 616-285-50. If you or your business in West Michigan needs technical support, you know, sometimes a lot of these smaller, medium-sized businesses They don't have a full-on IT department. But you can get help, especially if you want to upgrade. And uh, if you're going to upgrade your tech, you can't just go out and buy stuff. you got to know exactly what your business needs. Uh, This gets more and more complex by the day, and it's a very changing landscape, IT is. Reach out to Blue Frost IT for a 30-minute complimentary consultation about what your business needs. 616 200 8550 for Blue Frost IT. All right. Hmm. 
Long Island man. Uh, Anthony Ragusa. He's in great shape. For years now, he's been uh, pumping iron at the local gym. And uh, when he gets, you know, all pumped up, uh, he takes pictures of himself and uh, posts it to uh, his significant other's Instagram. His wife, actually. Uh, Lolly is her name. Lolly Ragusa, who is uh, a female bodybuilder. So uh, her husband, the dude, gets in shape and uh, he, he puts his pictures, Anthony Ragusa, up on Lolly's uh, Facebook page. Lolly is a member of the International Federation of Bodybuilders. And uh, Anthony's like, yeah, I, I want to get in on some of that attention too. So. That happened, and that's great. You know, some people like that. You know, some people uh, take their muscle pictures and then, you know, post them. Put on a pair of uh, chainsaw chaps with their fat gut hanging out and take their shirt off, and then they think it looks good. That happens. Anthony uh, does just that. The problem, though, is that these pictures cross the desk of New York Attorney General Letitia James. And someone said, uh, A.G. James, uh, what do you see? And she says, well, I see uh, an Italian man in his 50s with his shirt off uh, and, and uh, videos and pictures of him pumping iron. Yeah, uh, well, this is also a man who for the uh, past several years has been collecting money from the state because of uh, disability. And she's like, oh, really? That's exactly what you have here. Ragusa has been collecting disability insurance for years for what he says was a devastating injury. And has uh, so that he hasn't been able to work. He's collected over $200,000 in disability payments. And he would have gotten away with it if the fucking idiot hadn't been posting pictures of himself pumping iron. And he's fine. There's nothing wrong with the guy. Uh, it says here the clueless muscleman scheme started when he took a spill back in 2013 and claimed his injuries from his fall as an electrician were so severe he couldn't work. He's also the president and owner of a limo company. Still does that job. And um, suspicion rose among investigators back in 2017. So it's been a while when Ragusa, all rippling muscles, tattoos, and buzz cut was seen powerlifting on social media. Investigators were able to look at all the photos and the video of the Rip Ragusa training for bodybuilding competitions on his wife's Instagram account. I wonder if I can get some of these. Anthony Ragusa images. Oh, here he is. Okay, give me a second. Anthony Ragusa. 
charged with disability fraud after Are showing up jacked and pro bodybuilders. Our wives. free retirement planner shows you where you stand now. I don't know if I have a and how you here. can this meet your goals. might lead to a picture. Sign up today at personalcapital.com. Four, three, two, one. Nope. That's not going to work. Anyway. Here you go. You can see him here. And then he's with hot chick who she, look at that. She, oh God. I don't know how good this looks. Sticking her ass out like that. Hey, look at this. Look at my hot ass. Ah, uh, God. This dude's just jacked. Here she is. This is his wife. Come on. Ugh. Oh no. Oh no. Lolly Ragusa. Is that the boyfriend? Oh, God, this is horrible. All right, I, I will link this up, and you can check it out on your own, of Lolly Ragusa and her thick ass. This does not, this looks horrible. Oh, gross. Jesus. <laughs> that is so rough. Oh. Ugh. Yuck. Look at that. She looks like fucking Thor. Ew. Well, anyway, dipshit got busted. Um, let's see. New York attorney, attorney general said in a statement, he also claimed he could not sit for longer than 30 minutes or walk for more than 15 Investigators were able to look at photos and video of the Rip Ragusa training for competitions. His illegal and shameful actions are an insult to those who actually live with disabilities. I will take action to bring fraudsters like Ragusa to justice on behalf of the police, James said in a statement. Uh, Ragusa took benefits from January 15 until 2020. So they noticed him in 17 and it took and they didn't stop payments till 2020. Despite continuing to run a business and pump iron, Ragusa, who did not return messages seeking comment, must complete five years of probation and pay the Social Security Administration all the money back in restitution. If he doesn't comply, he could be benching behind bars for three years. Well, pay it back and don't do it again. That sounds fair. Uh, you know, story I didn't even get into. I didn't even plan on getting into. It just popped into my head. I should probably talk about this. Um, the world of swimming body, the world's swimming body effectively bans transgender women from women's events. Yeah, that body is called FINA. I'm not sure what that stands for. The world governing governing body for swimming has voted to effectively ban transgender women from participating in women's swimming competitions. Uh, the vote, 71.5% approval at the FINA Extraordinary General Congress in 2022 in Budapest was the latest salvo in an ongoing fight over whether trans athletes should compete according to their gender identity or their sex assigned at birth. Quote, we have to protect the rights of our athletes to compete, but we also have to protect competitive fairness at our events, especially the women's category at FINA competitions, said FINA's president. 
under the policy, under the policy, transgender women must show that they have not experienced any part of male puberty beyond Tanner's stage two or before age 12, whichever is later. I'm not sure what that term means. Tanner stage two, that might mean Bush. A move that effectively eliminates their eligibility to compete in the women's category. That sounds like such a pain in the ass. You have to prove that you haven't experienced any part of male puberty. I guess the idea is that once that happens, the uh, emergence of hormones uh, has a lot to do with that. I guess that's the biology involved. So basically, if your kid's like eight and then they decide that they want to become, because nowadays this is how it is. If a kid is eight, all he has to do is go to his mom and dad and say, look, um, I'm a boy, but uh, I want to be a girl. And then the parents, they go, okay, no problem. Now, um, growing up when I was a kid, if I walked up to my mother at age eight and said, mom, I want to be a girl, she would have balled up her fist and broken my nose. And uh, that would have alleviated that. And then I would not have wanted to be a girl anymore because my mother beat the shit out of me. And then she said, you are going to have sex with women. Now, this is probably uh, a lot more complex and I'm you know simplifying it for this show. Uh, but, um, you know, it seems to have worked out and only once in a while um, do I still want to become a girl. But anyway, <clears throat> this group says, no way, you cannot swim. Fina said it was necessary to use sex and sex-linked traits to determine eligibility because criteria, because of the performance gap that appears between males and females during puberty. Um, so again, 71.5% approvals. So that means a lot of people were like, no way, let's allow them. And I, I don't think that it's necessarily, I don't think that this is fair. Like that uh, chick that, uh, or that guy became a chick and then kicked everybody's ass in swimming. I don't think that that's fair at all. Without eligibility standards based on biological sex or sex, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to read all that. So this is actually a pretty big deal. The announcement was met with swift criticism from some transgender advocacy groups. You know, um, becoming a, uh, being a transgender person has a lot of uh, nuance and intricacies in all seriousness. And, but um, you just, Bob Seeger said it best when he said, you just can't have it all. I'm sorry. Equality, equal rights. I'm all for it. But when it comes to this, it is too murky. No, no, no. Now, if there are, if there is only a category, if there is by chance enough people to have a, a separate heat of swimming of just men that have become women, well then, yeah, absolutely. But you cannot cannot do this. I am fully in support of this banning. That is a great ban. That is appropriate, in my opinion. A debate over fairness and inclusion in swimming and other sports has been ongoing after it was Leah Thomas. That's a person's name, Leah Thomas, who uh, had an unfair advantage. She did. A number of Republican governors 
including South Carolina, Oklahoma, and Arizona, have signed laws requiring uh, transgender athletes in public schools to compete according to their sex listed on their birth certificates. I 100% agree with that. You see, I get pigeoned to be a, people call me a libtard and a leftist. It's like, that is not true at all. This is another example of that. Now, um, when it comes to individual sports, not like if a chick becomes a dude, like if a dude becomes a chick in MMA and says, hey, I want to fight you. And the other female fighter says, yeah, I'll take that fight. And she knows that she's fighting a person that used to be a dude. Go for it. That's fine. It's different depending on the sport. You can't paint with a broad stroke here. You have to be, um, you have to scrutinize all of these things. And that's absolutely appropriate. You know? Okay. Uh, On the Patreon today, I've got a story about a guy in England. You ever like um, encounter a dude in a wheelchair who needs assistance and uh, he might be even like, hey, oh, God, I hate to ask this, but or it's, uh, a lot of times you see people in a wheelchair like, don't help me. I don't need help. This was a case where a guy absolutely needed assistance. He could not get from point A to point B. It was impossible. And a series of weird circumstances made it so that was no one's fault. It was no one's fault at all. But then the lack of humanity that was on display really was incredibly terrible. I mean, I'm telling you, the wheels have fallen off of the world when when this happens. If a guy in a wheelchair who's a, a paraplegic can't get any help, we are in a bad spot. And then I have another story about a guy. You ever run into someone who says, "Hey, don't use the don't use the R word. R R, uh, R rhymes with Memard. I I I don't like to use that, though. I think that that I feel like I should. Uh, I don't like to use it because. I know everybody wants to kick my ass when I say it. A lot of people do. Not everybody. Some people think it's just a word, and and I'm with you. It is just a word. And uh, when I am not speaking into this microphone, I say this word all the time. And uh, then Diane gets pissed at me. But I, I just don't feel comfortable in saying it on this podcast. R rhymes with me, Mart. Um, there, was, uh, there was a dude at a party who didn't like that that word is being used. And, you know, um, rather than just not say anything or maybe just say, Hey, you know, don't use that word. It really went off the rails. It's fantastic. And it makes me so happy. I cannot wait to tell you about these things on the show, on the Patreon bonus podcast. Maybe we'll have an opportunity for another amazing phone call. Like we had on Friday. I I can't even begin to explain to you how well that worked out. That phone call I made. I mean, it was, um, it was ridiculous. Nothing planned. It just happened. Um, and it was kind of like, um, uh, it's a perfect example of how sometimes a Patreon, even this podcast is like an unpainted canvas every damn day. And sometimes it looks like a shitty watercolor. Sometimes it looks like a freaking masterpiece. That was a masterpiece. And it just, you don't know where it's going to go every day. It's something new. Holy shit. I want to read an email that I got from a very sweet listener named Nicole. Um, as I don't have it here. Subject line. Great flooring giveaway. <clears throat> Dear Eric. 
Now, I don't want credit. I, I don't take credit for this, and I, and I responded appropriately, but um, she's not buying that at all. She thinks that I do get credit. I'm like, I don't deserve the credit. She wrote, Dear Eric, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. The flooring installed on the great flooring giveaway is absolutely beautiful. Nicole in need, and uh, she had sent an email along, and um, she got flooring, compliments of um, Bennett Flooring Installation and Johnson uh, Johnson's Discount Outlet. She writes, Eric, your kindness and generosity, along with Kent and Jacobs, is overwhelming. Pause right there. You see... I really had nothing to do with this. I just talked about it. This all started because Jacob came to me and brought the idea up. And I said, yeah, I'll talk about it. And then, you know, I'll facilitate the, uh, I'll be like the voice of it, but this is yours. And then Kent jumped on board and he made this extra special uh, for these folks too from Johnson's. Again, I didn't do shit. I just talked about it. She continues. I was able to meet Kent. I can't remember if it's spelled with a U or an E at Johnson's discount outlet. He rolled out the red carpet on top of being kind and patient. He discounted the flooring more than what it already was. He said that Johnson's discount outlet wanted to give back and help. Thank you, Kent. It was a pleasure meeting you. Jacob, easy to work with and even put a couch back together for me. When he came to measure the flooring, we talked about all of the people he has been able to help over the years. What a blessing. I'm not sure if you know this. Jacob's not a big crew. That, uh, a big, he doesn't have a big team that comes out to do this job. It was Jacob and his son. And I would say his son is in his early teens. They worked their butts off and did amazing work and did it quickly. Thank you, Jacob. You're an amazing person. Uh, yes, of course, I am aware of that. He uh, installed the basement flooring and the uh, bedroom flooring up here. None of this would have happened if Kyle didn't write in. A gentleman named Kyle wrote in on her behalf. He has been a blessing in more ways than one. I have so much love for him and thankful he has been part of my life. Again, thank you. All of you have lifted a huge burden off of my shoulders. Best wishes, Nicole. I wrote back, hi, Nicole. I'm so happy for you. I give all the credit to Jacob and Kent. I did the least. She writes back. Uh, you played a big role in all of this, Eric Zane. Thank you. I wish you the best in all that you do. Well, whatever. All right. Agree to, agree to disagree. I'm just glad you got the flooring installed. Very good. You deserved it. I'm sure Jacob will do this again. Uh, don't forget, Dear Meathead is this weekend. This weekend is Wednesday on the show. If you have any questions for Dad on Dear Meathead, he loves to hear from you. Uh, all right. Don't forget about the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you're in the market for a mortgage, Mario can help you. Maybe you need to get some money out of your home. Maybe this inflation has taken a bite out of things, but you know you can get a lot for your home. Like if you're sitting on a house that, you know, three years ago was worth $200,000, right now it's worth $325,000. Um, so, you know, you can get money out of your home to meet some bills if that's what you need to do. Mario can help you. NMLS number 3035 gets you on a refi. First mortgage, 10th mortgage, whatever it is, 
reach out to Mario. Doesn't matter where you are. Any state in the union with the exception of Alaska, Maine, Hawaii, and South Carolina. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. We got Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Looking forward to hanging out with the folks at Irvine's coming up for the car show on the 25th of August. That is going to be sweet. Part of the 28th Street Metro Cruise festivities. Uh, Proceeds benefit CASA, which is an amazing organization, advocacy group for young people that are victims of uh, neglect. Uh, Local community, I'll I'll talk about them more. I got an interview scheduled with them uh, Tuesday of this week. But uh, that's who uh, Irvine's charity of choice is this week or this uh, this year. 616-532-6600. Please uh, keep uh, the money coming into them by engaging them to fix your vehicle. If you have any problems whatsoever, any make and model with the exception that's European, Asian, or domestic, with the exception of Volkswagen, Number one place in West Michigan, excuse me, to get your vehicle repaired. Veteran lady and uh, family owned 616-532-6600. They just went through a major renovation upgrade to their facilities. They can serve uh, double the amount of people that they had for some time. So fantastic. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. It is time for the Eric Zane Show podcast. TC Paintball. JM Synthetics. Asshole of the day. Asshole of the day. Yeah. Where the hell is my marker? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Um. Last week, Friday, it was John Barnes, the rapist. That was the guy who owned the business in Louisiana, raped the girl. She didn't tell anybody that she was pregnant. Had the, well, she didn't, she said it was her boyfriend's or something like that. Had the baby. And then, uh, years later, she revealed it was the rapist's kid. And then he ends up getting custody of the kid and makes her pay child support. Holy shit. Uh, We've got two shitty parent sets here. You had the uh, uh, face fire kid. Face fire kid's parents. And then you got fat fuck. Fat fuck parents are also the assholes of the day. Yeah, that kid trying to squeeze into one of those rides. Holy shit. The suggestion GOP politicians that pushed Biden off the bike. (laughs) That's right. They didn't talk about that. Did you see that fucking thing? Well, anyway, here's your asshole of the day. TC Paintball Jam Synthetics. That was outstanding. He uh, was towed in. You know, those cages that go over your toes. And he's slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. And, and then the one, you couldn't get the one toe out and just 
boom, fell over. I was like, oh, no. And he's like, oh, shit. I like how they dust him off. And he immediately just starts talking to the kid. All right. Uh, let's see. Gas today on the Upside app. Closest to me. Um, it's five oh five a gallon at the local Sitco, but I get it for four ninety four a gallon. So if I buy, if I take the RV over there, fifty gallons, eleven cents a gallon. That's five dollars and fifty cents back. Shows up on the app, and then I hit a button. It goes into my bank account. I'm telling you, you got to get this fucking app. And there's at, there was one that was 17 cents a gallon off. If you're not using this thing, then you don't like money. I'm telling you. You can if I I'll probably get 30 bucks a month in that thing. Kyle says I filled up June 1, haven't filled up since working from home and riding a bike everywhere has helped. Good. You what you're helping lower the demand of gasoline. That is the way you do it. All right. Um that's going to do it, folks. Thank you. Kate says, I just paid $4.91 in New Jersey, and I don't have to pump it. Pump it. Yeah, that's right. It's only one of two states. Can you name the other state that you cannot pump gas in? Do you know? Yeah. the bigot bunker is going live at 10 but if the bigot bunker thank you oregon if the bigot bunker is going live i will ship all of you maga fucks off to there so you can talk to those racist shits okay have a good one i will talk to you down the road thank you so much till next time Bye-bye.